Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. Hi, my name's Nigel, and I'm an addict. 2nd of January, unity keeps us coming back. When we walk into our first meeting and see addicts coming together in unity, the spirit touches us even before the words get through. Guiding principles, tradition one, spiritual principles. That first meeting, some of us arrive beaten down asking for help. Others of us show up because we need that paper signed. Still others come to prove a point to someone else or to ourselves, like maybe we don't need a programme and showing up at that meeting will somehow prove that point. We enter, not knowing what to expect, and try and stay on the sidelines unnoticed. People are chatting, putting out literature, setting up the room, being together. Someone gives us a hug to be welcoming, not for any other reason. Culture shock. Our first tradition tells us that personal recovery depends on NA unity. We may not fully grasp this concept at first. But even so, unity takes hold of us. Somehow we sense that we just might belong here. We take up the suggestion we hear at every meeting. We keep coming back. Some of us return to hear more of what members shared and read. For others, the togetherness we witness gets us to that next meeting. We watch as members embrace and let go enough to accept the hugs we're offered. We sense that we are part of something greater than ourselves and our addiction. We let go just a little. Despite our initial scepticism and discomfort, the spirit of unity encourages us to stay. Later, we attend our first NA convention where we experience this spirit on a much larger scale. We come together to celebrate recovery and unity springs from our shared commitment to living clean. Truly, we have found a new way to live. In unity, we reach out to newcomers and show them how we recover together. Today I will celebrate the spirit of unity that keeps me coming back by offering my support to a new member. All right, welcome back everyone. This is January 2nd. Unity keeps us coming back. We're here with Jennifer W. Mondays in January. We're here with Jennifer. So Jen, can you tell us your clean date where you attend meetings and can you give your home group a shout out? Hi, my name is Jennifer and I'm an addict. Uh, My clean date is November 27th, 1992. I attend meetings uh, in Sacramento, California, and my home group is The Journey Within. Thanks, Jen. So can you share your thoughts on unity keeps us coming back? Well, I don't know if I understood that what kept me coming back was unity. Uh, I think when I first came to Narcotics Anonymous, a lot of what I saw, it talks about hearing about people or seeing something that we maybe identify with, but I saw a lot of differences in the beginning. So for me, I think showing up to meetings was more of a, to prove 
but I didn't belong there. <laughs> and over time, that changed um, when I started paying more attention. But I do think that the unity that others brought allowed me to keep coming back despite what I thought. Well, I've heard parts of your story, and, and the one is where the one that kind of relates to this is where like you were swept up with oh, yeah. a, a, a group of ladies. Yeah. No, and I was lucky in that form. I, I had no idea what I was doing and I was fumbling through and, and not, not, um, not participating in the way that the recovery process works. But the one thing that I did keep doing, um, was I just kept coming back and they did, they swept me up. They, they loved me. They saw, I think what the most important thing was, is they saw me. And not mm. me on the outside, cool. but like yeah. me, you know, um, I, I think they saw the struggle. They saw the scared little girl and, um, and they swept me up and they just kind of made me theirs, you know, and, and all of a sudden it was them and me, you know, and I had seen them in meetings before sitting in certain spots in the meeting, kind of laughing and giggling and having a good time. And they were all very shiny and pretty and bright eyed and <laughs> no, and they were. And, um, and I couldn't relate to that in the beginning, um, mm. I hadn't felt like that. I couldn't even tell you last time I felt like that. But I do think the piece where it talks about, <clears throat> uh, we may not fully grasp this concept at first. I was totally me. There were so many things that I did that I didn't understand were the recovery process. I didn't understand UDD. I yeah, like how are we supposed to know that getting clean? Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, we, we, we don't come in with this, oh, I need to get to a meeting before it starts. Right. I need to stay until it's over. Right. Right. You know, like I need to be attentive while people are talking. I had no idea. Yeah. Any of that. No. Any of it. But it did teach me. I mean, I, especially the keep coming back part. Right. Like I don't if you're new and you're listening to this and you're coming back because like I there were social events, there were dances, there were unity days, there were picnics. And, and I was young and I did. I felt like my life was going to be over and, mm. and I wasn't ever going to have a good time. And so a lot of that piece was attractive to me. But it got me to the place where I started to know people, where I had those women in my life, where I had the opportunity to go out and be a part of something. And, you know, what happened for me, and when we talk about meetings, like when you keep coming back and you keep showing up, people start asking you to do stuff, you know. It is kind of wild, man, how like, yeah, it, it, it would seem to be so, um, like just so foreign, doing something for somebody else yeah. or doing something for the group, you know, like serving, not me. Yeah. Picking up a chair. Yeah, Cigarette it just bus. seems yeah. so foreign getting clean. And then it's like, damn, did it feel good when I first started doing that. Yeah. I mean, it just did. It was like, oh, man, this is this is where it's at. Well, and you're doing it with other people, right? Like at the yeah. end of a meeting, when you think about the end of a meeting, you got to fold up chairs and stack them up on a rack. There's a group of people doing it, right? So you're right. in the group and you're in the fold and you're participating and people are smiling and asking you. And then a conversation happens. And that's the unity piece, right? It's... Because we don't have pieces. much to offer, man. Like Nothing. we don't have like, and, and and it's not. And I think I think like the culture now, we're kind of like, oh, don't say we don't have anything to offer. You know, we're you know, and all that stuff. Yeah. But like, and I say this with just nothing but love. You know, I talk about me. It's like I didn't have fuck all to offer. Oh, shit. Yeah, I just did, man. <laughs> didn't even. And I, it, it it was funny. We we were at a restaurant one, you know, after the meeting one night, and. I don't know how I knew this, but I, I, I must have just watched like the rankings of, it must have been some kind of sports or something, you know, anyway, mm -hmm. something like this. So a conversation was happening and they were like, well, where's Syracuse ranked or something like this? I had just seen, I don't know how I knew, but you know, so I entered my little piece in the combo and it was like kind of cool. It was like 
how much that meant to me was I, I was just a normal dude being able to add something to a conversation. It was fucking cool. I think I shocked the people who were sitting there because like before that, yeah, right. <laughs> because before that, like, you know, just getting clean, my conversations were, you know, everything ended with me saying and shit. Yeah. You know, I'm hungry and shit. You know, let's go here and shit, you know, had nothing constructive to add to the conversation. But then after a while, I kind of just started like, oh, fuck, I'm living. All right. I understand what what, what sport. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, and then I can add that into the con- and it fucking blew my mind. Like I had to actually learn how to have a conversation. And that and I think that ties into it to what we're talking about here, because exactly like you said, like I saw I saw I saw the, these people and they can have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And I learned how, oh, don't don't jump in and cut them off. Don't overpower this. Don't relax. Play it off. Look at people when they talk. You know that whole stuff that we, I guess we probably should know by the time we get clean. I didn't. Well, I had no social skills. I think. I think too. Is like, that what it is? Like, it's like social. Yeah. I had no social yeah. skills. Yeah. I knew how to like find mm-hmm. ways and means. That's all. I, that that whatever it took for ways and means, and that yeah. was not a socially acceptable way of living you know when you in the grand scheme of life and I didn't have anything outside of myself to talk about because that was all I thought about right so all of a sudden the world opens the world opens up and all of a sudden you can pay attention to something that's going on you can be sitting in a room and not be focused on you I can be I can be focused on me and not you or vice versa I, I guess not me I was but like me. being present though but being present what, yeah. knowing what's around me mm-hmm. seeing something or somebody else and, and this is the other thing too and this was and, and i heard this on a speaker cd that's how old i am a long time ago and you know you talk a lot you know we talk about will talks a lot about you know, like the highest form of service being something as simple as coffee especially that, for a newcomer and but the thing about that is is that when you're new you don't understand the gift of service right so right. we have to and I think sometimes we overcomplicate it. And, and so this guy was talking about making coffee at a big meeting and he didn't want to. And, you know, the old timer said, you know, do it or use. And that was the simple terms. Do it or use. Now, what he meant to Dude, say Dude, I love was, that though. I right, love that like boiled there, down and yeah. And, and he talks about how this is the greatest gift and someday this is going to be your jumping off point for service and you're going to learn and grow from this. And it would have went right over my head. So he said, do it or use. It was language I, I could love hear. That, man. I Language I could hear, right? I don't know if I've ever heard. I've heard people, you know, talking about like, hey, the coffee maker doesn't get high, you know, or something mm-hmm. like that, you know. And it was really important for me. Like, I've always, uh, I've talked about this a lot when that dude stuck his head in and told me that I was doing a good job mopping. Mm-hmm. Man, it just, you know, it was just like, oh, man. Right. Like, I'm a, like, I'm able, I, I, I'm vested. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm not just taken. Like, I'm, I'm actually, you know, engaged in it. And, uh, so you heard that, huh? So Uh you heard, you, you heard like either do it or use. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that, man. I really don't. It it was really profound for me. And and I'll tell you, and I'm going to tie this back to the unity piece today, you know, I I celebrated 30 years and, and I look at my life today and I look at service and I look at all this stuff. And today when I sit, get up after a meeting and I see a coffee cup on the floor or I see a chair that needs to be put away, I do it. Oh, right that's what I was taught. Yeah, but the unity right piece for me in that is, is that if I'm doing it, then I'm showing a newcomer that we're doing it, right? And it turns into the circular thing. So I'm the one yeah. now having the conversation with maybe somebody who's new, who's just trying to put chairs away and, and, and scoot out of a meeting real quick as opposed to starting a conversation. How are you? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
you know, congratulations on your 30 days, you know, that kind of stuff, which is how the service kind of started for me, right? So it's that reciprocal effect. Um, we get to give it back in the same form in my, you know, I like to give it back in the same form that it was given to me, right? Just because I have 30 years doesn't mean I can't put away a chair right with the person with yeah. 30 days, you know? And yeah. when I forget that, then I kind of forget about that unity piece. Like that's what brings us a piece of what brings us together. Well, we experienced that freedom as a result of it too. You know, like to, to any kind of service like that, chairs, coffee, mopping, you know, whatever that is, or, or answering the phone when you really don't want to, you know, and it, it, whatever that wraps up to be, it breaks that, it breaks that prison of what can I get? What am I about to lose? Mm -hmm. How can I get more? You know, and that's a fucking, oh, uh, that is a brutal place to be when it's constant me. Yeah. It's just it, like it always was. It, you know, and, 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 and it is now and when I get wrapped. No, definitely not immune. Not immune today. Not immune. But, but the protection from that, other people. Yeah. How can I be a service? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. How can I be a service? You know, in, in, and to kind of end on this on this piece is like if we have some listeners who who are who are just saying, "Hey, look, I I just don't even know how to start off. You know, do I wait for somebody to ask me to put chairs away? Do I wait for somebody to, you know, because because and, and maybe that's a real thing. You yeah. know, maybe maybe we have some people listening who are just like every it seems like every episode every everyone's talking about service and service and service. But how the fuck do we start? So what would you say to, to, to that addict listening? How do they start? Well, I mean, the way that I started was very simple and it's kind of funny, but I used to get really irritated that people couldn't make, I used to smoke and they couldn't make their cigarette butts into the butt can. Oh yeah. They'd be littered all around yeah, the, yeah. Like, 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 like eight foot <laughs> radius around the can. And I don't know why it irritated me and I would right. pick them up and, and somebody actually made a comment in a meeting once about how if a new person can sit outside and like pick up cigarette butts, then a person with 20 years can actually get it in the can. And it was really kind of profound because I didn't think Dude, I that's really cool it was too. Man. Deal. Was it yeah. the same guy who said, no, that would have been cool. The same guy. I was like, <laughs> but, the, but the reality of it is, is that don't ask, put a chair away, pick up the coffee cups, throw them in the garbage, ask the coffee person if they need help. Wiping the counters down because you know, we're messy addicts and we get sugar and creamer everywhere. You know, like, I mean, <laughs> I'm just speaking right, the truth. Right. But just start. Do something simple. Fold up a chair. Say hi to someone after a meeting. Mm. Or, or show up early because I'll tell you what. If you show up early to a meeting, somebody's going to give you something to do. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah. Yep. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste, and God bless. Mm -hmm.